This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Good Old Podcast. I'm Jackie Franchuli for Wahoo's 24-7, and I hope all of you have been having a great week. I know I have because football is less than 50 days away, and you know what signals football season for me? ACC Media Days. Virginia head coach Tony Elliott, quarterback Brendan Armstrong, wide receiver Keaton Thompson, and linebacker Nick Jackson will be in North Carolina this week for ACC kickoff, and so will we. I will be at at the media days this week and how full coverage of that on Wahoo's 24 seven later this week. So with football season coming, I felt like we needed to know a little bit more about one UVA football player. So we returned the for the love of the game series. If you're not familiar with the, what this series is, this is basically where we invite family members or friends of your favorite coach or player. So that we can know them better because who else to let us know about them than those who know them best. And on this week, we are talking about freshman or first-year wide receiver Dakota Tweedy. Dakota enrolled over the summer to Virginia. He committed to Bronco Mendenhall staff, but then stuck with Virginia when Tony Elliott became the coach. So we have a lot to talk about with his father, Coach Derek Tweedy, about not only that process, but really what makes Dakota tick. So... Without further ado, here he is, Coach Derek Tweedy, Dakota's father. Derek, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. And, you know, first off, you're you're not really an empty nester. You have other children at home, three more. But how is it knowing that Dakota's already one step closer to being a college football player in the fall? Oh, it, it sends chills up my spine. It, I, I get chill bumps every time I think of it. Um, just knowing that he's in a better place and a place of progress is nothing but joy and blessings for me. And you guys had such a whirlwind of a recruiting process because it, it, it wasn't a whirlwind in the beginning. Dakota knew where he wanted to go. He committed early before his season. And then the new coaching, the uh, new coaches come in. How would you sum up that time of y'all's life? Well, it it really wasn't stressful because Dakota had knew where he wanted to go. He knew who he wanted to play for. He knew what school best fit him. And doing this with progress, it it was COVID time. So you have to understand that everything was locked down and everything was moving differently and slowly. And to be a high school kid recruited during COVID time was, was very stressful. But he hung in there. He maintained his, his schoolwork, and he was like, Dad, I know where I want to go. So in the end, even though there was, you know, Bronco Mendenhall left, in the end it was about UVA. That that was the reason why he committed. It was because he liked the University of Virginia. Yes, ma'am. It was the school as much as it was the, the school and the football. 
but it was a school because in the end, he said he wanted to be a sports medicine doctor. And he knew that was a great program at UVA for such. So, you know, it was more of the school, but, you know, I'm going to give my hats off to Marcus Higgins, um, greatest guy I think I've met at UVA thus far. Um, and he just made the process even simpler for him. I was going to say, it, it doesn't hurt that Biscuit stayed on the staff, Coach Higgins. So, because I know that was that was one thing that Dakota's watching was what was going to happen to his position, Coach. So that must have been a relief to everyone. Well, first of all, you know, y'all call him Biscuit, and I call him, you know, Coach Higgins, and I'm trying to understand, like, <laughs> I'm like, who is Biscuit, <laughs> you know? But, yes, Coach Higgins, um, one of the greatest guys I think I've – I've met to date as far as in the coaching realm. His process was, we're family. I'm going to treat you like family. And some days you're going to be mad at me because I've told you some stuff that you probably should have heard or should hear. And Dakota was just like, that's that's where I want to be, Dad. Coach Higgins is is one of the best to do it. And, it, and now you're looking at it where the ranking of the UVA receiver room is phenomenal. What, eighth? In some polls and fourth and others, I couldn't ask for a better coach to have him coach. And then you got Tony Elliott, who's bringing in national championship coaching level. So we're very, very, very honored to be at the University of Virginia. You had an opportunity um, to talk to Tony Elliott first on a Zoom call, I believe, uh, when he first was hired. And then you were able to have an official visit. What was your impression uh, on meeting him the first time and just have all your answers, all your questions answered? Well, you know, being a fan of Coach Elliott, I, I didn't really know much of him. So I went in with an open mind. And the moment we met and we talked, I was like, wow, this guy is, is he's got it. And, you know, his track record shows that he has that ability. But when you talk to him and understand who he really is as a person, I was even more pleased that, that my kid is going to the University of Virginia. One thing I think that stood out when, you know, during the coaching search, obviously I reached out to a lot of the commits to ask about their reaction when Bronco Mendenhall left or when the rumors about Tony Elliott or Coach Point Dexter, what was going on there. One thing that stood out about Dakota, he was very controlled. He he wanted to kind of stay, look back and look at the bigger picture and take it really slowly. He wanted to make sure he didn't have any any big reactions. How proud of you are how he managed that type of stress so early? Because this this is this, you know, could have gone either way. He could have gotten a coach that he didn't like. It could have been a a different a, a different outlook. So how how proud of you how he approached that process? I'm extremely proud because he said that I'm I'm going to go dark, meaning that I know where I'm going, but I don't want other people to have to try to bring influence on me that I don't want or don't need because I'm not going to change where I'm going. Um, throughout this whole time, he kept in touch with Coach Higgins, um, you know, behind the scenes, just, just communicating. And, and it wasn't about football at that point. It was just about, okay, we're going to get through this. You know, coaches change, but, you know, things are going to get good for us. So he stayed dark. 
Um, we call it dark. He just he just got out of it and let let the cards fall where they may. And look look what we got. We got Tony Elliott, which is a great acquisition to the UVA family. Yeah, I still remember he said, Jackie, please, uh, let me, I'm just going to stay quiet for a bit, but I will send you a, a quote as soon as someone's hired. And I'm like, that's fair, Dakota. That That is fair. I, I get it. You don't, it, it was a hard situation for a, for a lot of people during that time, a lot of turmoil, a lot of ifs, ands. Um, and that brings up to my next question is you are in a situation where you've been a college football player. You are a high school coach. You've been through the recruiting process with your son. How stressful is the recruiting process now for these high school athletes? Because, you know, I started covering recruiting in 2013 and it has changed so much for them. The recruiting process changing daily with with the rules and when you can and when you can't talk and with the with the help or the hindrance of the transfer portal. It's a lot harder for high school kids because coaches can go get a kid that, hey, this kid has played already, got some experience under his belt. I need a kid that can come in right now to help me right now. So the kids today have to understand that you have to stand out, but you can't stand out just in football or basketball or whatever your 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 sport is. You have to stand out in a major way because you're competing with kids that have already been proven or put on a field somewhere. So, you know, I tell each kid, remember, education is the ultimate goal. So make sure your education is right. That way, everything else falls into place. Yeah, the transfer portal brings a whole different dynamic to the world of recruiting because I remember kids, you know, Chris Peace, a, a Virginia, former Virginia defensive player, he was a guy that was recruited in January and he was a sleeper in his class. Obviously, he was very successful at Virginia. I don't think he would pick up an offer in this environment right now. He was one of those underrated guys who only had a UVA offer. He committed and he did very well. That, that's the type of athletes who's missing out right now, I think. Absolutely. And, and like I said, I, I try to tell these children, kids, young athletes to go to these camps, go where you're wanted, go, you know what I'm saying? And, and maybe Virginia is not the place for you, but go where you're wanted. And, and that's what kept us at Virginia because they wanted Virginia and Dakota's like, it's a beautiful place because we've come up and visited. And a lot of times people wouldn't even know we were there. So we would come up, visit and, and get back out. But the atmosphere, the, the beauty of the campus, just everything, the subtleties, it, it made it easier for us. But every kid has to find his niche and has to go to these camps and, and go where they're wanted. And, you know, a lot of times people think, well, I want to go to my dream school. Well, your dream school may not need a, a D lineman that year. So, you know, go where you want it. Go where you're going to get the opportunity to build, grow, and advance as a young man or young woman so that you can become a successful adult in today's world. What do you think is the biggest misconception when you hear people talk about the recruiting process or just being a student athlete? What do you think it is? Is no matter where I'm at, somebody can find me. And, and, and when I say that, it's because you have to give yourself an opportunity to be found. Just because, you know, you think you're good where you're at 
there's millions of other kids that are good where they're at as well. So you have to put yourself out there. You have to, you know, and with social media, you, you have to understand that one, your social media has to be spot on. And two, you have to be out there in the social media so that people can see you and give yourself an opportunity to be seen inside of this crazy recruiting world. And the new parts of recruiting, too, is trying to figure out the next step in college, which is name, image, and likeness. That's been a hot topic. Um, I love the fact that Dakota has his own clothing apparel line already and fully taking advantage of it. How I'm pr proud of you over that part of it where he's kind of dipping his toes into the entrepreneurial world. Yeah, I, I'm really proud of him. We we sat down one day and we was just like, you know, what what can we do? You know what I'm saying? You want a little bit of money to go to college with, to take with you and have some, you know, kind of stored up in an egg's nest, you know, and, and he was like, you know, we can do this t-shirt. And I said, that sounds simple. You know what I'm saying? And he just was like, well, we'll what can we call it, dad? And me and him brainstorm with my, my brother and, you know, my brother makes, you know, does all the screen printing and stuff for us. So he was like, well, let's, let's, what do you do? He said, I run routes. Okay. Next thing you know, we're looking at a tree. We're looking at the route tree. Oh, there it is, route tree clothing. And then that's how it came about. And it was just a way to have a nest egg. So, you know, when you come in school with the name, image, and likeness, people don't understand not everybody gets that name, image, and likeness. And and you have to build that that brand so that you can acquire such. You know, and so many kids today are misled by the thing of I'm going to get a name, image and likeness deal. That's not for every kid. And every kid has to understand that, that you have to build your brand so that you can appeal to those who are giving out those type of deals. Definitely a, a new world. It's been a, a year active and uh, it's changing every day with new things um, new regulations supposedly coming in or trying I, I, to. I personally think they, they need to get a handle on it as soon as they can because it, it's so much money being thrown out to these kids. Um, you know, you think about it, some of these kids that may make it to the NFL, they're going to get a, <laughs> a pay decrease when they realize that <laughs> the NFL is a little bit different. You know, you, you, somebody's throwing millions at you now, and yeah, you get millions as you get older, but then you got to think about, wow, uh, I got to pay this person. We got to pay this person. This comes out, you know, and, and that goes to the, the the accountant part of it. You have to learn to manage your money. You have to have the right people around you. You have to have strong people or people you can honestly trust around you. And, and that's a big part of it is making sure you have the right people, um, you know, Dakota has always surrounded himself and me and his mother has always made sure that he's been around people that we can trust. And, and, and being a big name, I guess, in the recruiting field, you have to, to make your circle smaller and find people that you can honestly trust. Yeah, these NIO deals are uh, pretty crazy right now, competitive. And one thing I just imagine, I think the market's going to self-correct. I would imagine at the end of the day, you're talking about kids having even played college ball sometimes getting these NIL deals. I would imagine in like 
two, three years, it balances itself, itself out. Kind of like what you're saying about the NFL money. Some kids are getting all this money all in one go to go to a particular school, but they might not develop as an athlete as much as they would want and then see that they're not getting as much money in the NFL. So there's not that long-term money solution. That's just short-term money solution. So that's my thought. Maybe it will kind of have it, a... I'm pretty sure it is so correct, and, and I'm sure the NCAA of they're, they're going to have to form some kind of committee and governing body to, to make sure that it's handled and and work correctly. Um, we, we're not, and when I say we're, I speak of me and Dakota. It's, it's, yeah, we think about it, but we don't push the issue of having NIL deals right now. I mean, it's, we're early in our career. He's early in his career. And it, it we just want to play football and get a great education. Because at the end of the day, I tell him, football is just a means to get a great education. And you mentioned earlier, too, he's got a great support system with the family. And, you know, you like I said earlier, you have other children at home and they're quite their athletes themselves and quite competitive too. I imagine that's where Dakota gets his little bit of a push sometimes with that competitive siblings like your daughter. who's They still uh, call and compete. They still call and compete against each other, uh, stay in touch. And, and they're each other's biggest supporters. And, and that's what we teach in our house that, you know, be supportive of, of your family and stay strong because one door can open the doors for others. But you have to be strong and support each other so that everybody know that we are unit. We are we run. We are one unit and that we, we look out for each other and we, we help each other along the way, whether it's giving advice or saying, hey, man, I don't think that's a good idea. You know, we all shoot ideas off of each other's head every day. I see Dakota sharing all of the highlight clips of his sister, who is quite the athlete herself, playing basketball, soccer, volleyball. She's six foot, eighth grade. Shall we be calling Coach Mox now? Yeah, we go ahead and get her on the on the list. You know, come to a few basketball games, get a scene. It is funny because we have we have cousins that play football at the University of South Carolina. We have you know, little girl cousins as well that play basketball and everybody. And it's funny because everyone, you know, my nieces and nephews are, are great athletes. So it's a small family of just freak athletes, but they're all highly educated kids. But the one thing that stands out with Brooklyn years ago, we was like, oh, she built different. She, she just, she comes with a different type of attitude. Like, She's going to be the one to make it. If nobody makes it, she'll be the one to make it because she she just, when she steps on a court, a field, it, it becomes a, a whole new person. It's a tenacity type attitude. Like, we, I'm going to win this one with or without you. So if she's playing against Dakota and he's 6'6", six, six, and she's six foot, she's still going to win. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so have Dakota go meet Coach Mox in her office and say, hey, I have this highlight tape of my, my sister. I think you should really watch. My, my little sister. And, and, you know, and that's part of recruiting. We, I used to tell kids, it's one thing you can't teach is size. Skill, we can, we can work on skill. We can work on development. But at a young age when, you know, you have a little sister that's six foot and she's 13 years old, it, it brings a whole different attention to the to the whole meaning of recruiting. 
I, I imagine you'll be taking a lot more recruiting visits in your near future. Yeah, you know, and I have a, a middle son as well who's six foot four, almost six five himself at 14. So, you know, it's going to be a lot. He's a little bit more quieter than everybody else, but he he is also a freak in his own right. Um, when I say freak, he, he can do – he makes things seem easy when he do it. But he he's not the one that just I uh, want to be in the line. Like he's just laid back, low key. Once he steps on the court, it, it's what he does. And then you have a young young son, correct? Yes, and and boy, he is a handful. He's a ball of fire. He <laughs> he's just as competitive as as the others. Um, Denver, that's that's my little side piece. You know, what I'm saying we run around together. He's always into something, and, and it's fun just to watch him grow and and enjoy being children. And that's what's wrong with, with the world today. We push so much on our kids and try to give everything to them so early that we just need to allow them to be kids and enjoy life. Um, you know, adulthood is, is a struggle, so just enjoy being a kid and enjoy whatever you do, whether it be football, basketball, gaming. Um, just whatever, just enjoy it. Yeah. I, I currently, my son, I can, I can hear him from the backyard from my window. Currently my son is mixing water with sidewalk chalk because he said that's paint now because it's liquid. Well, so. well look, see, you already got an entrepreneur next thing you know, either Nick Calvin, I mean, Benjamin Moore paint or, or, you know, he got his own paint line. You know, it's little stuff like that, that, that people don't understand if you let them grow and use their imagination, that, they they the next Bill Gates, they're the next Michael Jordan, they're the next entrepreneurs, you know, to bring it along their friends and family like LeBron. And the world is 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 an open book. Write it how you want to. No, that's true. And he's teaching his little sister the way, you know, she's she's fascinated whatever her older brother is doing. So I imagine she's <laughs> over there. You're gonna come in one day, the face gonna be painted blue and orange and that's already yeah, that's already yeah. happened <laughs> you know what i'm saying he make your face pain and you're like uh okay it's you know it's yeah. wednesday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. so you just allow them to just have fun and and that's what i want our kids to do is have fun enjoy being kids you know my kids has now gotten to this roller skating thing and you know, they love roller skating and it's exercise or something other than just your running the mill type sports for basketball, football and soccer and stuff like that. Not knowing that they're getting exercise and, you know, and they're, and they're having fun and get to hang out with their friends. You know, at the moment, it's a safe environment. And, and we try to put all our children and friends of our children in, in safe environments that they can have fun and enjoy being kids. Yeah, we've uh, let's see. My son has decided that uh, walls are chalkboard, so that's that was a phase that we went through. He he like he loves it's numbers. Canvas. The world is a canvas. <laughs> exactly. He, he loves numbers, so he's actually really into math. He's only four, but he can actually do simple math. So he's been doing that on anything he can get, any paper or anything like that. And he's teaching his sister how to count to ten. That's been our our big challenge for him. Saying. She's two years old. So why don't you help her learn how to count? So he said by the end of the summer, she's going to be learning how to count to 20. That's his goal. Hey, helping each one along. Um, like I said, my, my baby boy, he's very artistic. He can draw anything from just looking at it. You know, he 
he's in the Among Us characters, so he can draw the Among Us characters just by looking at them. And 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 I'm surprised, like like he he has a gift that you know maybe art take him into the different realm or just being able to be an artist for a comic book or things like that. So his imagination is untapped. And, and one final thing before I ever let you go, I just wanted to ask if you had to kind of tell someone um, about Dakota, um, they'll be watching him on Saturdays here. What would you want them to know about him? What would you say is what makes Dakota Dakota? Hmm. What makes Dakota Dakota? Um, very smart, very eager to learn, um, will be the smartest person on the field because he'll study the defense. He'll he'll mm-hmm. understand what's in front of him. Um, you, you'll see a very smart, determined, a kid who, who likes to win. He's not going to brag a lot. You know, he may dance every once in a while because, um, you know, we have a news crew that was down here where we live that that incited him to dance, and we knew he was going to get 15 yard penalty because he was like, "Oh, you got on TV? Let's get that dance." But you know, he's just a happy, good kid, man. And and if anybody has ever had a kid like Dakota, they know that he's a special one, and. And I'm just proud. I know his mom is proud. We're proud as parents of just that he he's a great leader. He's always going to read the room. He's always going to make the decision that's best for himself and the team. Just if if you ever run across another Dakota, em- embracing, cherishing, building, teaching, and and. He he's just gonna be he he's a UVA Wahoo through and through. And since you're wearing a, a Virginia hat, I imagine we'll be seeing you a lot on Saturdays too, right? Uh, you might see a lot of me. Um, yes, you'll see a lot of us. Um, like I said, we we normally travel as a family. We do everything as a family. But yeah, I'll I'll be around a lot. And, and like I said, I enjoy reading. Like I said. 247 sports articles, not just of the football team, of everything. And and then you put out, well, you know, it's funny because before all the little singing thing went kind of viral, you know, he has sent it to us. We was just laughing. And next thing you know, it's all over the place. <laughs> oh, man, I, 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 I foresee some uh, dancing then in the future at Scott Stadium. You know, it is funny because, you know, like I said, I was talking about the little viral thing. That's something Will Bridge would always do. That's that's his comical side, and that's what makes that class a very special class. Because one, it, it's a COVID class, but they all stood together. They all stayed tight, and and doing things like that little Usher challenge just shows how tight they really are, and what they what Virginia means to them as much as what they mean to Virginia. I will say I agree. That was that was definitely um, the funniest class I've ever covered in almost ten years of recruiting. That oh, that, they're, they're, that class is certainly this class is special. They're definitely very funny. I call them the scooter game because when we all <laughs> moved in, all of them had electric scooters. All of them had electric scooters. So That's you know, funny. they're they're the scooter game, and and they just have fun and 
They just want to be the best that they can be at UVA and represent the University of Virginia. And and that makes me feel proud as a parent that all of these guys have, have come from all over the United States and 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 they're developing something great in, in the University of Virginia. Um Coach Elliott is is putting together a, a miraculous coaching squad. I mean, the coaching squad is second to none. But the the kids that they're bringing in and, and competing to be not just the best in the ACC, as you can tell, the receiving core is top in the nation. And, and that means a lot, like I said. So go Wahoo. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> It's going to be exciting seeing these these guys. You know, I, I came in and covered the beat since last August, so I got to know them uh, for about a year now. And it's uh, they're definitely characters. So I, I, I'm excited to see them play at Scott Stadium. One, one more thing, um, just just to let you know, Miss Jackie, um, the only person Dakota would, would talk to when all this was going on would be you. Everybody would try to get the inside scoop and they want to hear this. He was like, nah, he said, if, if I ain't talking to Miss Jackie, I'm, I'm, you know, nobody else is going to get the news. So I, I appreciate he it. you and, you know, he's formed a relationship with you other than anybody else just there at the time or try to come through. And and that makes me feel proud that he's a loyalist. He's not going to be one to say, oh, I'm going to go here. I'm going to jump there. He's going to stay with, with someone he's familiar and trust and, you know, you covering the University of Virginia and talking to him, he, he trusts you to the fullest. And if you ever want to ask him anything, he tell you first. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I'm I'm sure I'll be yeah. see him at fall camp on August third. I'm excited to see how he does with his uh, first practice in UVA colors. Yes, ma'am. Again, for Derek for joining us on the show, it's always nice to hear more stories about these student athletes rather than just their stats or where we see them in the next few years or how we analyze or break down their game. It's nice to see who they are as people as well. So thanks again for Derek for joining the show. And of course, if you like what you're hearing, subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you can go ahead and head to Apple and Spotify and review and rate us, that is, that will be much appreciated. And of course we will be back here next Tuesday with another episode I can fully guarantee you we're going to have a lot of talking points from ACC Media Days. As I mentioned, we will be in North Carolina at the end of this week to talk to Coach Elliott, Brennan, Keaton, and Nick Jackson, all of which will be at Media Days. So for right now, from Derek Tweedy, I'm Jackie Franchula, and hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye.